0: Your Money. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Read with Michelle Martin. What do investment professionals need to understand about artificial intelligence and what is the role of artificial intelligence in investment analytics? Today we meet Bernard Lee, author of IA is not equal to AI, Investment Analytics in the Dawn of Artificial Intelligence. His book aims to be the gold standard for artificial intelligence driven analytics for institutional investing. And Dr. Bernard Lee is also founder and CEO of Hedge Spa USA. Dr. Lee, welcome and congrats. Congratulations on your new book. Thank you. Let's start with the title. What exactly do we mean by IA is not equal to AI? I know that you deal with highly sophisticated problems in this book, but if you had to explain it, say, to a 10-year-old, you know, no graphs, no difficult words, words we all understand, what does the title
1: refer to? I recently just came back from a major conference in Japan. Just about everyone in this FinTech conference talks about artificial intelligence, so it just so happened that i've been kind of on and off working on artificial intelligence problems for like maybe the last 30 years and a lot of it actually not new techniques these techniques have existed for a very long time however I think there's a misperception, rather a misinterpretation that a lot of these techniques are new, all of a sudden you have like starting having robots running around at investment houses, managing people's investment. That's actually not true. And more importantly, a lot of the techniques, even some of the biggest investment houses, people don't realize that it's really not that advanced in terms of being able to truly completely revolutionize the entire investment process. But however, we do have a module right now that automates every single one of these typical institutional multi-asset investment process. So main reason why we have this particular title is just to debunk the fact that investment analytics itself should not be completely confused with simply just taking some artificial intelligence techniques from engineering and apply it to finance. It's a little bit more than that because like it or not, machines are just basically not really not that smart today.
0: Wow that's such a contrarian view from you know a lot that we hear out there in conferences as you say where AI is bandied about so much and we think of AI doing the heavy lifting when it comes to the data at investment houses and then still the hedge fund managers the humans executing and making the calls. Can you give us a sense of, you know, AI and how it really is influencing the financial industry as you see it?
1: Well, typically we work with three types of data, right? One is what we call market data. The second type is what we call fundamental data. Those are like information such as balance sheet information. The third type of data is what appear on news and social media overnight. Those are tend to be much shorter term, okay? So where artificial intelligence come in, is the ability to basically scan through a lot of that data without someone, basically, what we call, I mean, you have a junior analyst doing clicking. And the advantage in doing that is that obviously, if someone is clicking, right, one page at a time, first is boring, and secondly, it's very difficult to expect the person to be very consistent when they have to click hundreds of pages in order to come up with some kind of a conclusion. So what AI in finance is actually doing is, as you say, just basically take some of the heavy lifting in processing data and just help to digest into something that make the job of a portfolio manager or an analyst much easier. But I think just to be fair, because any type of artificial intelligence application, as we know, need lots and lots of data to do what we call training. Right? I mean, you have to train the computer Mm. to learn from that data. So. Basically, anything that is new, to give you an example, right? IPO is typically something that is involved selecting a new stock that has no data in the past. I mean, because that's the definition of what you do, right? A computer wouldn't be able to come with insight because that insight has to come from something else. And a computer is simply emulating what human intelligence can actually do, right? So I think what we do is we tend to basically use a machine to focus on pieces that is very good at doing, but not necessarily spending a lot of time just trying to quote unquote make it smarter.
0: With Dr. Bernard Lee, founder and CEO of Hedge Spa USA, talking about his book, IA is not equal to AI. Well, speaking about that junior analyst clicking, the big fear is, of course, that AI is going to take away jobs. And big headlines today is the number of job openings in Singapore have gone down and citizen and resident unemployment rates have moved up. This according to recent data from the Ministry of Manpower. So I want to ask you, how do you think AI is going to impact jobs in the finance industry and invest? professionals in particular?
1: I think the impact is going to be twofold, right? One is that obviously if the junior analyst job is really, you know, reading what's happening overnight and just click on it, doing what we call sentiment analysis, just trying to find out what the most significant issues actually happen overnight. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to tell this person, it's like, you know, that job is going to be disrupted, right? On the other hand, people doing things that require insight, or things that are client-facing in nature, meaning that you're actually dealing with human, right? What AI can actually do is actually help first make the job easier, and secondly, right, we can look into things like, for instance, use AI to complement the fact that when people retire, there's a line of research in Japan right now that basically looking at how cognitive function start to deteriorate when people age, and then use artificial intelligence and as applied to FinTech to basically help address that particular situation and including like for instance preventing a potential abuse by some of the operators in financial industry which like to basically take whatever ideas and just try to sell it to older people who may no longer, you know, they may be very smart at one point in their life, but even people in the late 70s, 80s, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you or not, I mean, it's a, it's a significant fact. So basically what we were kind of talking about is that, hey, if you set all those parameters of how to invest In a kind of intelligent way Basically early on You know When people just retire And just basically Let the machine Kind of check I mean you might have Some other mechanism But at least let the machine Check that You're not deviating From those parameters That becomes something That is very, very interesting, especially even to some of the regulators simply because it's a very good way for them to sort of, you know, minimize some of the sort of complaints that they're seeing out there, which is, you know, some of the brokers is just selling whatever ideas that actually come up because they can earn a commission from set pushing that particular product. Right. And uh, it turned out, you know. Some of the retirees, especially the aging retirees, uh, turn out to be some of the most gullible people, as much as I hate to use that phrase.
0: That's an important point. And actually, I want to bring up this aspect of things when it comes to setting parameters. You know, the popular conception is data is a new oil. And people are wondering how sophisticated really is a predictive function of AI when it comes to investments.
1: The thing is, it's not, as I say, right? Computer can only come up with what we have actually seen before. So you have actually have to train the, com- what we call training and testing. You have, you have to train the computer based on data that actually exists, right? So the thing that can bring the computer can actually bring in a table is one is ensuring Consistency across a large universe, and secondly, you can process. I mean, it may work well, but the case is if you can process terabytes of data within you know less than an hour, you end up still end up with a superior solution than kind of doing it manually. And I think you know one of the beauty about computers, it can go out and try all combination of factors all possible time frame all possible methodology and then it's just kind of like even if you make a mistake the first time you keep learning from history Right that's something that's difficult for a human to do, mm. right, but is it necessarily predictive in terms of kind of you know me telling you where the s t i is going to end at the end of the year, right generally speaking, even with some of the most sophisticated houses that we have worked with, right, even if they have a way to do it, they would avoid saying that out loud simply because, as we know. Making that kind of market call, I mean, all the fundamental analysts will tell you that, hey, you know, it's I'm going to be precisely wrong, right? I mean, it's the difference being precisely wrong as compared to roughly right? Meaning that it is well known that uh, first, from a regulatory point of view, it's better to describe a distribution of potential outcome. And then secondly, the tools that we have today is much better at working the statistics of these potential outcome Mm -hmm. rather than just basically say that hey you know I think on December 31st you know the STI is going to end up at XYZ level Mm -hmm. I mean that generally speaking is I would say that's more or less an abuse of statistics rather than just trying to make the machine more predictive
0: With Dr. Bernard Lee he is the author of IA is not equal to AI he is also the founder of a firm Hedge Spa and the SPA stands for Sophisticated Predictive Analytics the company is a cloud based core investment platform. Can you share how this book is linked to maybe some of the algorithms on hedge spa platforms?
1: Yeah, so the book is actually about. Sort of the more general approach to using investment analytics in the investment industry. And before Heshbar, I actually worked at one of the largest investment manager. Uh, and in fact, I built something similar uh, at that shop. And pr- prior to that, I also do something similar at another sort of well-known bond shop, so to speak. So it's not specific to what we do at Heshbar today. Uh, but rather, we're kind of talking about a range of techniques, right? Hash bar in a way is a subset of what we talk about, simply because, um, I mean, as we all know, we can never make a all singing all dancing system that can uh, address all possible usage needs. So I think. With the platform today, I mean, I think we do a very good job in terms of automating every step in the typical multi-asset investment flowchart. But are we sort of all singing and not all dancing, right? I mean, probably not, okay? So that's how I would say is the difference between the book, which talk about the general set of techniques, like, for instance, if there's a trade war going on, I mean, how would you actually apply that to help better manage your investment right and then if someone happens to be extremely determined you can write that on a spreadsheet right <laughs> for instance right i mean you can follow the algorithm and write it on a spreadsheet but on the other hand right i mean what we are providing is also oh we happen to have a platform that does a lot of these with you know nice user interface so you know people don't necessarily or we have api so people don't necessarily have to build everything from scratch
0: Well, thank you very much for coming by and explaining some of the key ideas in your book. A pleasure meeting you. IA is not equal to AI is the title of Dr. Bernard Lee's book. It talks about investment analytics in the dawn of artificial intelligence. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.